0: Welcome to the Lubar Executive Education Podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about career strategy in a rapidly changing business world. With me today is Dan Freeling. Dan is the founder of Contempus Leadership and a coach who specializes in working with top rising talent to create the careers they really want and lead their way. He is also the author of the recently released book, The Career Design Map. Welcome, Dan. It's great to have you here with me today.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Mike.
0: To get us started, can you share a little bit about why you became a coach and what prompted you to write the career design, Map?
1: Yeah, so I've been in leadership development for quite a bit now, and then also pursued an MBA and a master's in organizational leadership and learning. And then part of that was actually overseeing a really great coaching program for clients around the world. And I started to see how effective coaching was as a leadership development tool and started to go in that direction myself. And After doing it on the side for a bit, I went full-time into my practice conceptless leadership. And then in terms of the career design map book, what I was noticing was when I was working with my coaching clients who were generally rising leaders, the kind of senior manager, director, VP level, a lot of millennials in the mix there, they were facing a rapidly changing career landscape and that a lot of the old school advice that they were surrounded by just simply wasn't working for them.
0: I understand. And if old school advice is not really working anymore, how should people start thinking about career and leadership development instead?
1: Yeah, so I think we're at the tail end of this fundamental economic shift away from that industrial era mindset so that, you know, how do we minimize variance and maximize output being the only things that business leaders have to think about to this right. new era. And it goes by so many different names in the literature, but essentially, there's this strange combination that leaders have to have today that is a combination of being both highly adaptable and highly agile, as well as differentiated, unique themselves. And that combination is, is so tricky to land. And this book is an attempt at helping people to at least strategically frame that in their minds so they can act in the right way.
0: Yes. And in your book, I know you talk about four meaningful career types. Can you talk a little bit about those for us?
1: Yeah. So the, the book is basically um, presenting this framework that I came up with that has two axes on, on this career design map. So there's career advancement, and then there's leadership. And I define career advancement as a function of both confidence in yourself and confidence from relevant others. So basically stakeholders, those around you. So it's a lot of putting yourself out there. And it's a lot of actually convincing organizations and leaders that you can add value leadership I define as enabling people to achieve a common purpose. So it has both the people element of your, it's an interaction with other people and it's toward this broader purpose of why you're bringing people together in the first place. So the meaningful four starts basically at a relatively low level of both career advancement and leadership. And that quadrant is called the contributor. So Think of this as kind of the person who works to live, doesn't live to work. They're doing enough where they're viewed as a valuable contributor to their team, to their organization, but they have other areas in their life that are more important to them. So this could be hobbies, family, friends. The key here is that they're still relatively low levels of both career advancement and leadership. They're doing enough where they're not falling into these dangerous seas that I'll get into in a bit. So above contributor is a quadrant called the go-getter. So this is a person who is still relatively low on career advancement. They're still generally an early to mid-career person, but they're higher up on leadership. So they're trying to prove themselves. They're going above and beyond, and they're really getting after it and trying to make a name for themselves and, and advance their career. Further on career advancement than the contributor, but lower on leadership is a quadrant called expert. So think of this as a person who's really skilled in a specific area. So this can be a technical skill. This could be um, you know, a specific type of engineering or something where it's highly technical. But this can also be someone who's just a really excellent salesperson or a communicator. So it doesn't necessarily have to be that, that deep technical skill set. So they're more of an individual contributor than a leader still, but their career is very advanced. They're making good money. They're highly respected. And then the final meaningful for career type is both that high level of leadership and career advancement called executive. And that's when you're both um, advanced in your career and leading others in a way that makes a, a major difference and an impact. So that's kind of the pinnacle quadrant, but there's no right answer of where you should be as long as you're in one of those and you're doing it strategically.
0: Yeah, I like how you kind of not only segmented different types of workers, but made that last point about how there's no really right answer for anybody and really depends on what people want out of their careers and other lives and different stages in their life.
1: Absolutely. That's key. You can definitely, you know, at certain seasons in life be moving from one to the other. So it's an important point to keep in mind.
0: Yeah, that's great. So uh, one thing you talked about a little bit, I want to dig in a little deeper is uh, this concept of dangerous seas as people are executing on their career plan, things don't always go smoothly, right? It's a plan and we have to make adjustments along the way. Right. Can you talk a little bit about some examples of what dangerous seas are to you and uh, and maybe share some advice about how to navigate those?
1: Yeah, so on the extremes of this map are, are these areas called the dangerous seas. So these are basically when you're out of balance in some way on your leadership and careers. One of them is invisibility. So this is when you're on the extreme low end of career advancement, when you're not confident in yourself, you're not putting yourself out there. And when those around you are not invested in your ability to add value. So this is a a kind of dangerous spot to be. Oftentimes people will find themselves here when they're first in the job market. They don't seem to be clicking with any organizations. Or oftentimes this is when people are being passed up for promotions over and over again. They're in this kind of invisibility area where their self-confidence is taking a hit and that of those around them is too. The other extreme of career is what I call arrogance. So this is when you've had a a super successful run, when you're highly self-confident, when those around you think you're great. And this is actually a dangerous place to be, and it's a little counterintuitive. And this is an area where you have to really watch out that you're getting honest feedback from people that you're not sort of drinking your own Kool-Aid to some degree of this, you know, I'm the best and I've had so much success. Everything I touch is going to turn to gold here. And that's a really dangerous place to be. So you have to really humble yourself and make sure that you're approaching your career with some degree of continuous learning and change. Extreme low of leadership is what I call disengagement. So this is when you're just not connected to the organization's broader purpose in any way. And this can be as a result of sort of false promises by companies and firms and organizations and that continuously impacting the employees. And they're saying, well, how should I be bought into this when I don't feel like this is an organization I want to be at? This can also occur in good organizations when somebody is just not right for that type of work, for that particular culture, and they just feel disconnected from it. So that's, that's a, again, too low on that leadership is a dangerous sea. And then the final one is when you're actually too high on leadership. And this is another one where people kind of bristle at it when I talk about it. And they're like, how can you be too high on leadership? Leadership's a, a good thing automatically. <laughs> and this, this occurs when you're actually taking on too much in an unsustainable way. And I call it burnout. And it's, it's a place where you're kind of carrying the organization on your back. You're working long hours. You're demanding so much of yourself that it's actually an unsustainable place to be and won't let you lead strategically and lead for that long-term orientation.
0: As you were talking about these, I'm thinking about my career and what I've seen and what I've also experienced. And these make complete sense to me and uh, yeah, bring back a lot of memories for sure. Some good and, and some uh, a little more unfortunate, I guess I would say. <laughs> Absolutely. When somebody is thinking about their career type and the progression that they want to have, what are some of the more common mistakes you see people making when they're executing their career
1: strategy? Yeah, so the first big mistake I see is is actually not having a strategic direction in the first place. So kind of just letting their career take what form it may, and not really thinking about this in a way where they're thoughtful and reflective and conducting small experiments along the way and continuously learning. It's just kind of, I'm not going to have a strategy to begin with. The other major mistakes I see are, are people falling into some of these fads that come up that have very extreme elements to them. So, you know, there was this sort of hustle culture mentality that, that came up um, a bit ago, and we're still experiencing to some degree where it's, you know, you just have to work and grind and put all these crazy hours into what you're doing and just go, 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 go. And then now we're, we're seeing kind of a backlash to that that's also not a great career strategy, which is this kind of quiet quitting fad that's coming up where it's, you know, all organizations are automatically bad and I'm only going to do exactly what's required of me. And that's also not a a good place to find yourself. So there's always a balance to this. And the key is to actually think about it strategically and pursue it in a strategic direction.
0: Yeah, I really like that. And overall, you know, have that strategy, got to have something. And then just your... Total theme since the beginning of our talk here about you know looking to add value and uh, kind of capping that off with I know that I've seen there's a lot of that you know people are busy but maybe they're not working on the right stuff so let's work on stuff that's meaningful and try to add that value and show that so you can move your career forward that's great. What types of measures or milestones do you think people should be putting into their career strategy so they can tell if they're making progress or maybe need to do a little adjustments along the way?
1: Yeah, this is this is where I think working with a trusted coach is key, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a you know an officially trained and certified coach. If you don't have those kind of resources or means at your disposal, it can be a really trusted mentor or family, friend, or um, work colleague or something. But if you can and you're really serious about putting in these milestones in place in your career, I really recommend getting with a coach who you trust, respect, and you feel understands your context. And this is something that. You have to pull it out of the academic and put it into the real world. And it's something where you can have all of the the theories and the frameworks and everything in place. But what really matters is the practice and then that ongoing commitment to assessing where you are honestly. And it really takes someone else helping you out with that and then adjusting course as you go.
0: Yeah, I'm a huge advocate of having a coach and a mentor and maybe even a couple mentors. These relationships, they don't last forever. And sometimes you might need to move on to somebody else. But uh, just someone to keep you honest is uh, so important, especially on your leadership journey. And uh, as you try to move yourself forward with whatever direction that is. Well, Dan, before we wrap up this episode, what final advice or thoughts would you like to share with our audience?
1: Yeah, I think it's just really think about your career strategically and and don't follow what other people are telling you 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 really should be doing. You're in the driver's seat here with, with your career and really think through what you want to do with it and what direction you want to move in and take that action to, to make that happen.
0: Yeah, it's great advice. Don't let somebody else drive your career path. That's the key to being unhappy. If you want to be happy, set your own course and act on it. Well, Dan, thank you again for taking time on your schedule to be on the show and talk with us today and share some of your advice. If anybody's interested in learning more from you, where can we point them to?
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Mike. If they're interested in learning more about the book, they can go to careerdesignmap.com and that has all the links to the, the free quiz to the, um, where you can purchase the book and all of that. And then my coaching practice is called Contempus Leadership. So it's C-O-N-T-E-M-P-U-S Leadership. And they can just go to contempusleadership.com to get in touch.
0: Outstanding. I'll add information about those into the show notes for everybody for easy access. In closing, I'd like to take a moment and thank our listeners. We wish you the best of luck as you move forward on your leadership journey. Please check back regularly for additional episodes.